what's up this is charlotte and you're listening to the first episode of season two of lady lazarus thanks for tuning in if you're a new listener or an old follower of mine um yeah i really appreciate it and it's kind of surreal just sitting talking to a microphone again it's been a little while um i feel like i'm definitely in a different headspace in a different place than i was last season and even like you know a, a couple months ago when we ended so i'm i'm really looking forward to kind of diving into different directions and and kind of getting deeper this season so i thought today for our first episode we could just kind of have a chat about my summer what i've been into like reading and listening to and watching and then just give you an update on like what I'm up to right now, how I'm doing, how I'm surviving going into second year and having lots of work to do all the time. Um, but anyways, yeah, I hope you had a great summer. I feel like it was just a really nice change of pace from the last year and a half and after getting vaccinated and, and like seeing kind of that sort of fear with COVID go down a bit. It was really great to just enjoy spending time with friends and being at home. And yeah, it was definitely a summer of unwinding for me. I was going to do more kind of music stuff, like classical music stuff, like for like kind of working towards what I'm getting my degree in. But uh, some things fell through because of COVID at the beginning of the summer. Like I was supposed to do an intensive at the Victoria Conservatory and then that didn't end up working out because of COVID restrictions in place at the time. So I didn't really end up doing much in terms of like festivals or programs and stuff like that. I did do something at the VSO school, which is where I did my training in high school, which was really fun. And I got to perform for the first time in front of a live audience, which was really hype and nice and my parents got to be there and stuff so it was it was great to like finally kind of have that face-to-face interaction after like 14 months I think away from it um and yeah it was nice what else did I get up to this summer honestly not a ton I did some whistler trips almost broke my arm but thankfully didn't and uh I went to camp, the same camp Pioneer that I've been going to since I was super little, and I volunteered for a few weeks, scooped ice cream for some cute little kids, uh, helped spot some water skiing, and just like hung out by the ocean a lot. Got probably the best tan of my life, which I'm very proud of because I'm a very pale girl most of the year, uh, and yeah, I I had a good summer. I really just kind of took the time for me I I like did not think about like men or like other people's like like worrying about other people judging me like pretty much at all so you could catch me walking around in a bikini or wearing a bodycon dress which was like a total first for me but I wore a cute little Aritzia bodycon dress a few times and I looked real good so yeah I was proud of myself for that it's big accomplishment for me so this summer I also started reading a lot more trying to kind of enhance my remaining brain cells because I kind of went through some bad habits and like during the worst of like COVID and lockdown and stuff where I would literally just spend all day on my phone or my computer so I really got into Malcolm Gladwell who I'm sure many of you have heard of or have read some of his books or listened to his podcast whatever if you don't know who Malcolm Gladwell is he basically is 
um, a writer. He's done a lot of work for the New Yorker and the Washington Post, I think, and the, maybe the New York Times. Anyways, big publications. And he's written a few books kind of about psychology and explaining how people, some people are successful and some people aren't, or kind of talking about different phenomenons and and how little interactions or little things we do can really make a huge difference in our lives and the lives of others. One of my personal favorite books of his is What the Dog Saw, which is just a compilation of a lot of articles that he wrote over the years for, I think it was The New Yorker. And it goes everywhere from like talking about the inventor of ketchup and why there's way more flavors of um, mustard than ketchup, all the way to things like mammograms and breast cancer and like pretty much everything in between. So highly would recommend also his books like Talking to Strangers, Outliers. There's You can't go wrong with pretty much any of them. Kind of on the same wavelength as like the intellectual Malcolm Gladwell stuff, I also have really been getting into The Daily, which is a podcast by the New York Times. Honestly, I, I think it is like pretty attractive or just like good to be informed and like it always like makes a good impression on other people when you know what's going on in the world. But more more importantly than that, it like allows you to kind of be aware of what's going on, especially in the past few months with like so many different issues going on between like refugees in Afghanistan and just like the general COVID crisis and issues in India and issues with, um, you know, the federal election and lots of different things that came up that unfortunately a lot of people in my life didn't really seem to care much about or weren't really interested in in researching or educating themselves about. So I'm glad that I've kind of set myself down that path. And speaking of elections, I also did vote in the election. It was my first time voting in a federal election. I voted by mail. I was really happy to participate in the democracy. And yeah, I'm glad that we don't live in a dictatorship. So moving on from that, in terms of like music, the new Lord album Solar Power is a huge fave of mine like I basically listen to it like every day since it's been released and even though it came kind of later in the summer it was totally my summer anthem and all the singles she put out I was just like obsessed with um and I'm actually going to see her in concert in April knock on wood hopefully it like doesn't get canceled or anything but I'm super stoked for that she's just her songwriting is incredible her lyricism like it's just total poetry and I feel like she has this way of explaining things in her songs and and kind of putting in these really interesting details that you wouldn't like nobody else would think of except for her and yeah I'm just like obsessed some of my favorite songs from her album are California The Path Man with the Axe Oceanic Feeling but honestly all of them are are incredible so if you haven't listened to that album yet go do it right now do yourself a favor and listen to it right now and in terms of film, TV, all that stuff, I have finally done it, guys. I've watched all of Sex and the City, and I am now channeling early 2000s girl boss energy a la Carrie Bradshaw, even though I have minimal interest in shoes, and, you know, it's 2021, so not exactly, like, prime lifestyle, whatever, like, we're still in a pandemic. I can't really be total, like, you know, going out all the time or whatever, but I'm doing my best, and I was totally obsessed with that show for a while. I watched it a lot, like, a lot, a lot, and I think I finished the entire thing in, like, a month, which for me is pretty impressive, considering usually I draw things out pretty long with, like, long-running series and stuff, 
And on the flip side with trashy TV, guys, I've become a fan of the Bachelor franchise slightly. Not like in a way where I feel like it's a great like quality TV show, but in the sense that, you know, it's it's entertainment. So I watched the last two seasons of The Bachelorette, so Claire and Tasha's season and then Katie's season, and I watched uh, Matt James' season of The Bachelor, and now I'm watching Bachelor in Paradise, which is probably my favorite because it just doesn't take itself very seriously. So please don't judge me too hard, but we all need our little, like, de-stressing, trashy, whatever to kind of distract us from the wrecks that are our real lives. So for me, that's The Bachelor and Bachelorette and all that stuff. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been consuming lately. And now I'll just kind of fill you in on how I've been doing lately and and what I've been up to in the last month and a bit. So I returned to Toronto. I am now living in an apartment by myself, which has its pros and cons. And I'll be honest, the start of school has been pretty tough. I'm I have all my classes in person, which is really great. And I know that that's something that a lot of other people haven't had the opportunity to have. So I'm really lucky and, and, um, you know, appreciative that my school is small and we have like a vaccine mandate and they're doing a really good job of of um, allowing us to have classes in person. But it has been pretty difficult. I'm not going to lie, like just energy wise, it's so hard to go to school. And my classes usually like, so I have classes Monday through Thursday. And most days I have class like pretty much all day. Luckily this semester, I think this year entirely, I don't have any evening classes, but most days I have things like morning and afternoon. And then I go home and I practice or I have homework or usually both. And so there's a lot of work going on and being in person just takes more out of me because you know you have to kind of give the instructor your full attention and you it's kind of harder to get away with like you know leaning back or looking around and stuff just because like you know I don't want to be rude or anything and these profs are all really great and they've been putting a lot of effort into their plans and their lessons and stuff so that's the like academic side of it and then kind of emotionally I've been feeling a bit isolated and and it's been hard to be social And I've kind of learned in the past few weeks that it's important to be brave and honest with people about that because they can't really help you unless they know you need support. So I've kind of reached out to a few uh, friends, some older that, you know, I've known for a while who maybe don't know that I am feeling a bit introverted lately. And then some new friends and people who have kind of more recently come into my life. And, you know, I've been trying to like, you know, tell them how I've been feeling and stuff and I've had a really great response and I've been getting a lot of support from people which means a lot to me and you know who you are so um yeah I I really appreciate it and just like little things like checking in with somebody or you know inviting somebody to do something means so much more than you know and like lately I've kind of found that I've gotten into this mindset of oh, if somebody doesn't ask me to do something with them, they don't want to hang out with me. Or, oh, if somebody doesn't ask me how I'm doing, it's because they don't care. But in reality, it's just people have so much on their mind all the time that they can't always be thinking about you. They're usually thinking about themselves, which is fair because we all think about ourselves way more than anything else. So instead of kind of putting that blame on other people, I've been trying to make more of an effort to set an impression instead of set a standard in my like friendships and, and all that stuff that 
you know, I, I'm happy to reach out to people and I want to be there for people and, and, you know, hopefully they'll do the same for me. And yeah, living alone. Yeah. It's, it's hard sometimes feeling lonely. And the other big con is that I have so much cleaning to do all the time. Like I just, you don't realize until you live outside of your like home or outside of res that like even just like wiping down a counter or like vacuuming is just like one more thing to do you know and like grocery shopping and making food and everything like it's it can get pretty tiring so I'm I'm managing okay but it's definitely not like a spick and span apartment all the time or most of the time so yeah and then I've been building off of my like goals from last year about not being afraid to do things by myself so yesterday I'm recording this on Sunday so yesterday Saturday I went shopping and had dinner by myself which was very brave for me uh and I'm proud of myself for that and you know I think I've spending intentional time by myself is good because then I can actually enjoy it and instead of you know feeling like I have to spend time by myself because people don't want to hang out or, or go out and do something fun and you know, to be honest, I've been having a minor identity crisis now that I have to present myself to people in person. Even like simple things like how I dress or, you know, comparing myself to other people. Like I've kind of been struggling with that. And like personality, like do I kind of let my true color show? Do I play it cool? Do I, you know, try to make people laugh? Do I act more like intelligent or more well-spoken? Um, And honestly, even just showing feelings to people and having meaningful conversations with people has been something that I've been struggling with just because it's been so long since I've had to do that and since I've had to kind of make new friends and show who I am and and kind of instigate those meaningful conversations. It's definitely tough and I'm still kind of trying to figure out how to do that because for me, like, I really value having a few really deep and, and close friendships over having, like, a ton of superficial service level ones, but in the position I'm in right now at, like, a small school and stuff, it's kind of difficult to pick out people that, you know, will also want that and people who are kind of interested in putting in the effort for a friendship as well, so I've, you know, I've been kind of trying to spread myself out and and hang out with people I know from outside of GGS and also make new friends inside GGS and reconnect with old ones and and all sorts of different things so hopefully I'll have some good updates for you guys on that in the coming weeks and you know I'm getting better from like the very beginning of school when I was pretty like stressed out and and depressed but some days can be really tough and frustrating I'm trying to live in the moment and be realistic about balance between like good and bad and work and play and stress and calm but you know some days are better than others and I do have a lot on my plate I'm not gonna lie so yeah and the final thing I wanted to touch on this episode is actually about my voice and um, about singing so last year I worked myself really really hard I like was such a perfectionist and and was like super kind of controlling and um kind of work I got really worked up about my voice I really wanted everything to be perfect I wanted everything to sound perfect and 
I put a lot of pressure on myself to do really well and, and overachieve almost. So um, I'm sure a lot of you remember if you were listening last season, I had a recital in March, which went really, really well. And I was really proud of myself. But kind of after my recital ended and I had like those last couple months of school to get through, I found that I was really struggling with like fatigue and just like general like issues with like stamina in my voice so over the summer I just took a really long break like maybe three or four weeks where I just didn't sing at all because I was kind of worried that I was damaging my voice or that something was already wrong and I so I just wanted to like give it time and see if things would kind of improve or else like you know I would have gone to see like an EMT or something but thankfully like it was nothing serious and it's not like I was like I didn't have my voice or or that you know I was like I couldn't sing it was more just like I I knew that there was something that was wrong with when I was singing like I would get vocally tired quite quickly and stuff so I just was like okay I should just stop and and see if that helps and so then coming back to school this year I had to be really honest with my teacher and my coach about hey like I was really struggling with this and um, I hadn't really brought it up to you before, but I want to let you know now that like I think there is something wrong with my technique or how I'm approaching my voice because there's a lot of like tension and stress. So, and thankfully I got a really good response from both of them and of course they both really want me to have like a healthy and long career and, and just like a safe approach to singing. So we're kind of resetting my technique a bit and we kind of came to the conclusion that my issues are, like I mentioned, like perfectionism and needing to have control over my voice to like a, an extent that isn't healthy. So for those of you who aren't familiar with like singing in general or especially like classical voice, um, a really important aspect of it that in my opinion is often overlooked is the importance of like a lack of tension in the throat and in the mouth. Um, and a lot of issues, including the ones that I was facing, had to do with just like an overuse of the muscles in my throat and the the you know bones and muscles in my face and trying to use those to control my voice instead of being grounded in my body and using my support from like my diaphragm and my even like my legs and my core and unfortunately kind of with the way that classical voice teaching works is oftentimes like you can't really have somebody physically like kind of make sure that you're singing the correct way you just have to learn to feel it so you can think that you're singing correctly or supporting your voice but you might not actually be and oftentimes like teachers or guest artists that are working with you or professors will tell you to do something and you won't really they won't really explain it well and a lot of times people use like lots of metaphors and sometimes that can do more harm than good so I kind of have just been wiping my slate clean a bit and thinking about okay how can I have the most natural and relaxed sound while also being like engaged with my body and and not just relying on my throat and my mouth to be producing uh, the singing because that is harmful in the long run and is what causes like a lack of stamina and and, um, fatigue coming up a lot so that's been a bit tough definitely had a little cry with my voice teacher about it and 
but it's really important that I address it now and I'm really glad that I was honest about how I was feeling about it because um, again kind of like I mentioned earlier if somebody doesn't know that you need help they can't help you so even though it was tough to admit that hey I, I think that there's something wrong with how I'm singing and I think we need to kind of take a few steps back it was it was the right move and I think it not to toot my own horn or anything but I think it was the mature decision and you know you can't progress as an artist unless you have that solid foundation of technique so I'm looking forward to kind of developing on that front and even in the last couple of weeks I've just felt so much better about how I've been singing and and we've really been talking a lot about having that free sound and also just allowing myself to be authentic and that's something that I think you know with my perfectionism and and my issues with controlling my voice that's something that's kind of been lacking is that authenticity because I've been so focused on producing this this total package this perfect image that it's hard to kind of show that you know that personal side in in my artistry so yeah I've been really trying to just let my my inner artist shine through and and not kind of mask it with anything else and I I think it's the right decision I know it's the right decision and I'm I'm just feel like I I'm really developing not just as like a technical singer but as an artist and and you know not being afraid to share my opinions about how I think something should be sung or how I think um, something should be approached from uh, like an emotional standpoint and a piece and um, yeah I think that I'm really kind of settling into my own skin that way and not kind of being afraid to speak up and just taking what everybody else around me is telling me to do without contributing my own ideas or opinions and that's like what a real artist is is somebody who can take others advice but also knows in their heart what they believe and what they want to do with their art so yeah I've been really stoked on all that stuff and I've been working on some really great pieces thinking about you know what I want to have in my recital next spring So in case anybody's interested, I am probably going to do the first four songs from Ariette Oublier by Debussy. And I'm probably also going to do um, Clara Schumann's Sex Lieder Opus 13, all six of them, because it's quite a short cycle. And I've been working on some cool 20th century English stuff, which always has a soft spot in my heart. Um, so I might end up doing some John Beckwith or Ned Roram, and I don't know if I'll do anything Italian this year. I also need to start working on some arias, which will be fun, but also challenging. And yeah, I haven't really gone too far down that road yet. I'll probably do some Mozart or something. And I kind of want to just find something a bit obscure that I can do that I don't know anybody else who does. Just for the sake of kind of having my own interpretation of it without thinking about what other people do, if that makes sense. But anyways, I'm sure lots of you guys are not interested in (laughs) classical music, but hopefully I can maybe change your mind a little bit. And if you're curious, you can look me up on YouTube. I have some classical stuff up there. Anyways, thanks so much for tuning in. I know this was kind of all over the place, but I just wanted to give you guys bit of an update on how I've been doing, what I've been up to, what I've been into, and I'm pretty stoked about this upcoming season. I think we're really just going to go deeper into, like, 
specifics and and talking about you know lots of meaningful things or at least things that I find meaningful and yeah if you have any suggestions or recommendations on pretty much anything feel free to send me a dm on instagram at lady pod and I will talk to you again next Tuesday hopefully yeah I think probably we'll see I'm still debating whether we're gonna do weekly or bi-weekly episodes just because I am super busy but it might end up being kind of sporadic Tuesdays but I think I can pump out an episode for next week anyways I hope you have a great week good luck with whatever you have coming up whether you're in online school or in person or you're doing work or you're not doing work like whatever it is that's stressful about your upcoming week I know you're gonna do great so take a deep breath and go along your merry way. Bye!